Welcome to Anxiety Pool. Yeah? Good morning, Vietnam! I think it cut off like half of it, but... I mean, I literally didn't hear a single part of it because oh, of Discord. Damn. <laughs> I, yo, good morning, Vietnam. I just watched that the other... Oh, the I other... could... I could figure it out. I, yeah. Yeah. I love the the, the <laughs> how you rocked back and forth in the chair. That was very that was needed. Yeah, Robin Williams, great movie. If you haven't seen it, rest in peace, Robin. We're recording oh. today's episode, episode thirty nine in the morning, as we're coffeeed up. Yes. Yep. We had Round uh, two of this. Yeah, we had quite the weekend. Needed an extra day to recover, so we. Uh, we got an extra 12 hours under our belt before today's episode. And I still feel just as shitty. I feel fine. I feel like a regular morning, just minus the coffee. Yeah. It's like, not bad. It, like, if, if talking, like, recovery from our weekend, yeah, I feel fine at this point. Yes, Like, yes. that, the whole, like, pretty much every, every side effect that was, that came from that experience is gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm yeah, trying I don't to feel I don't feel groggy from that. Right. I just feel groggy from slip. Yeah. Sleep. I did have a dream about <laughs> nitrous last night. <laughs> oh boy. Oh that's boy. All right. right. All right. Episode 39. I'm oh, Nick. Yeah, that's Mason, by yeah. the way. Let's go ahead and get into it. What what, what what you got cooking? What what's on the premium? Um, I don't know. We could just we'll just go right into it because this is what's at least on my mind. Um Yeah. Uh, um this weekend, Nick and I had a shroom trip it was uh nicholas's very first shroom trip Ooh. yeah it was a lot of fun we had we tried some amazonians or something I, we tried a tea brewing process that i've never done before oh, oh that's fucking hot the tea mm-hmm. was great i mean to be honest it, it tasted like yeah. okay and then it was literal zero nausea or uh um like dizziness yeah everything yeah i and uh i mean it it came on i mean i know it was still like 45 minutes or something like that but it felt fast i think it was really fast i feel like like legitimately after about 30 minutes i could feel the body high coming on that's weird because like i barely got a body high like mine was all mental interesting yeah, I I didn't I, I can't remember if I told you that or not. It was like all mental and visual. Like I didn't get anything from the body. Or maybe yeah. I did later on cuz I remember I was walking weird at some point. I I just like it it felt like there were a couple extra pounds on each of my bones or something. And I was Each like, of your bones yeah. all, all 400 so I don't know. I fucking <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Not not a couple pounds. <laughs> An ounce or two on each of my bones, I would suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just, uh, I guess my legs felt heavy, but I mean, <clears throat> the what what's crazy about the experience for me was how how fluid the conversation was. That's that's how bonkers it. And like, I can't even remember what we fucking talked about. We just talked about stupid shit, but Pretty like much. we were we were on the same brainwave like the entire fucking time. There were no pauses. Yeah. At one point, my throat started hurting. We were talking so fucking much. <laughs> uh, I did get, I did, I will say, I did get exhausted at one point. Like towards the end of the experience, 
You were just like ripping whippets. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was definitely a come down. There was yeah. definitely a come down. And I was like, and I and and yeah, you you were you were uh, sitting there just like ripping them, going back and back, and I, and I think I had put my bottle down. And I was just waiting, and then like it was so funny, like to a to a point, it was so funny because I remember telling you like that I got worried about you. It started being like a balloon, and then you'd go back. And then you like do your little jiggle thing, and then you'd come back forward, and 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 you'd be like, "Wow!" <laughs> like like every time, and and then it started becoming two balloons, and then and then you said uh, something like, "You you truly know your tolerance when you can you can fill up another balloon while the first one's hitting or something like that." Yeah, yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> And then you just kept going, and then it became like three balloons, and then it's like, oh man, you just kept going and going and going and going, like it, it felt like it was putting me in a mental loop because I kept hearing, it's just like I just kept hearing it over and over and over. And then you finally put it down, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And then I that's... put it down because it was empty. Oh yeah, you <laughs> finished it. <laughs> that seemed really quick, though. I really do think you might have also had one of the leaky bottles or something, and you just didn't yeah, it. you you. I mean, you did. I mean, you took like a fourth of it, or maybe half. I I, I can't remember, but. You like gave me that one when you went to go get your new one. Yeah, I didn't think I took that much of it though. That's the problem with the big bottles is you re you never really know like if you're actually getting the amount that you're promised. So yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, nitrous is like what they give you at the dentist when you're you know having teeth work done. They call it hippie crack. They they so yeah. So so anyone that knows that knows like where I was going, where we were going. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of the cool parts about like uh, drugs in general is like it's one of those it's it's experiences that can't be related to, you know, unless the other person has been in that mindset. And that's especially true with psychedelics. It's almost yeah. impossible to describe the headspace of psychedelics, like the full headspace of psychedelics to somebody mm -hmm. who's never tried them because that feeling is just so different from anything we have or experience on a daily basis. I And I feel like when you, when you pitch a psychedelic to a normal person and say, like, you're going to get visuals and shit like that, I think that's the line they don't want to cross. You think so? I yeah, think it's different per person. I think if you tell somebody that they're going to have extremely introspective feelings and thoughts and they're going to be looking deep into themselves, maybe that's what they don't want to do. Maybe they know they have some deep down trauma that's been plaguing them that they're not ready to confront. That could be it. I mean, it could, it could be person to person, like you said. It's definitely person to person. Psychedelics, the entire experience of psychedelics is subjective. You know, it's different for each person, and it's it's based on each person. Each person makes their own experiences. Like, I was talking mm. with the chick at the vape shop about psychedelics. I was telling you, the, um, the girl who told me about the the the, the whippet business plan. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And she, and she uh, and yeah, we were talking about, psych, uh, uh, about uh, difference between shrooms and acid and what we experience, and she's more like, She's like, yeah, I, I, I feel like for me, acid, like I'm in the driver's seat of a car, whereas 
uh, on shrooms, I feel like I'm in a boat with no paddle, you know, and I'm like, you know, interesting. It's a cool, <laughs> cool comparison. Right. And she, she's yeah, cause in her experience, LSD, she finds it easier to steer the trip to, to guide herself in a more positive direction. Hmm. Whereas in shroom, she feels like she's a lot more out of control. So for her, she feels like she wants to experience a psychedelic experience, but she still wants to be in control. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is mean, like, I mean, I, I felt I felt pretty controlled when we did LSD. Yeah, I get it. But again, that was a small amount, too. Yeah. Hmm. You just did one. Yeah. The, the problem for me is psychedelics. The problem for me has always been allowing my mind to wander too far. Like I because I have like so many different thoughts running through my head at like every given second of the day, I. I, without a proper distraction, will start to explore thoughts and possibilities in my mind, like just random stuff. Because, you know, I get those crazy intrusive thoughts like almost all the time, you know, like. What, what, what's your level of crazy? It's, it's not like, you know, like let's say I'm sitting there talking to a customer at the shop and mm -hmm. I, I look down to grab like a plastic bag from under the counter. I, I glance over my gun. And a thought in my head pops up of me blasting the dude's head <laughs> in nice, front of me, right? Nice, nice, Like little shit yeah. like that. Your standard yeah. intrusive thoughts, like driving down the highway, wondering what it would be like to just whip it over the median, yes, into all the other cars. And you, you have you have thoughts like that while you're tripping. Yes, though that's my problem is that the, those dark thoughts are always apparent in my mind, and so whenever I'm tripping, they they come up, and I have to actively battle them. You're like, no, <laughs> right? Stop that's it. A, that's exactly what happened with the, with the shrooms. Like I was trying to figure out. So on, on that come up, I was uncomfortable. I was, something was making me uncomfortable and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I I'm feel, not, I feel like you were just really worried about me. Like you, I, I you didn't want me to have a bad experience. I was also worried about that. I, that was the thought of my mind in the back of my mind the whole time. But like, I, I just, I was coming into it like obviously with the entire intention of beating my fear of psychedelics because unfortunately my last few experiences with hard psychedelics have been rough so i wanted to um try and conquer that fear and i kind of did mm -hmm. because I, I i understood that like i don't know for me the conclusion ended up being that i think i'm only scared of like the come up you're scared of that let go segment. Right. I think I think once I get to that point, it's like the same thing with sweating. <laughs> like yeah. I'll sweat and I'll sweat and I'll sweat and I'll hate it until I get to a certain point where I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And it, and it's like I'm already drenched. I think yeah, maybe that's a very similar thing that happens with with shrooms. It's like but it's not like I was uncomfortable with what was happening. I was I was enjoying like the slight pattern recognition, the brighter colors. You know, I did kind of like the body high. It felt a little intrusive at some times where like yeah. I really just wanted to be precise. Mm -hmm. Like at one point we were playing golf and I was just like, oh, <laughs> like pass me the controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was really just like dying over there. I like I remember I wedged my head in between the two couch cushions of the, of the couch. I remember that. I remember that. By the way, added to it, I would totally play more golf like at any time because yeah. we both have it on our PCs. Like I, I, I don't mind that game at all. 
It's fun. It's fun to yeah. a certain point. We should get like a, a big group of people together, do like a party game too. With we don't like, have, we don't have friends. We don't, we don't collision. have friends like that. I do. Josh has it. Mercy doesn't. Does he have it? I don't. I don't think he does. No. But I guarantee you, the game is like four dollars ninety nine cents on G2A. Probably. Oh god. <sighs> we don't endorse G2A because it might be illegal for legal reasons, but. It might be illegal for legal reasons. Yeah, some of the some of those keys I'm sure are like stolen off the back of a truck or however the fuck that uh, works. Oh, okay. Act out of like a key server or something. Because I have heard of people buying keys from those key shops and then like months down the road, Steam or whatever platform that activated it on comes to them and says like, hey, this is a fraudulent key. Unfortunately, this product's been deactivated on your account. Your entire account's banned for nah, goodbye. I don't think uh, that would be ridiculous for them to yeah. do something like that. Especially like me, my eleven year account, my 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 squeaky clean account, no vac bans, nothing. I've got no shadow bans, no flags. Yep. I'm like one of the perfect Steam users. My newest Steam badge is amazing. It's a bunch of mushrooms. Really? <laughs> yeah. The uh the summer sale Steam badge. I was checking it out. You could spend points to level it up. And I saw one of them was a mushroom and it was level twenty and I was like, Yeah, that's meant to be. So I just leveled it all the way up. Nice. I don't think I have many badges, to be honest. Like we were talking uh, about the other night, that's like what I miss from uh from consoles is the achievements and the gamer score. I kinda like yeah. that number, you know. Just mm-hmm. that singular number to signify how much work I've put into the games attached to my account. I only have seven badges, and they're not Shit. that cool. Really? Yeah. I have 94. Badges I have... Badges are how you level up your Steam account. Oh, so it's like Steam achievements? Kind of. Like, so you know how when you play a game, you'll get trading cards? Yeah. You turn those trading cards into the badges. Oh, really? Yeah. So once I have you... so many fucking trading cards. So yeah, click your badge, go to your profile, click your badges button, mm-hmm. and then you can sort by in progress, and it'll show you all of the badges you're the closest to at the top. You can literally click on it, scroll mm-hmm. down, and hit buy remaining cards on the market. And it's just like a one-click button that'll automatically buy the rest of the cards you need. And they're oh, usually wow, like... six cents. Yeah, they're usually like five to ten cents a card. Yeah. So, so you just pop $5 in your account and just complete like three or four badges, three or four or five, six, seven, you know, depending on the value yeah. of the cards. The closest one I'm, to me, completing is Chivalry 2. Ah, nice. And the badge I get is called Peasant. <laughs> Peasant... Yeah, you, you can, like, level up the... There's, like, usually five tiers of badges uh, for most of them. Most of my favorite games, I've, like, maxed them out. I just On, placed... like, almost every game in my Steam account, I have three of five. Yeah, because that's, I think, what you get for playing the game. Mm-hmm. You only get three of them. I just created the Balloons TD6 badge. Nice, nice. I need yeah. to save every penny right now, so... When you create a... um. Yeah, so here you go. Badge crafted. I got the absolute zero. I got an ice monkey badge. I got a uh, background, a balloons tower defense background. I got a, a steam emoticon. And I got a 75% off Hinterhalt steam coupon. Nice. A coupon? Yeah. Beautiful. 
Buy the remaining cards on the market. 25 cents. <laughs> <clears throat> cool stuff. Yeah. I completely yeah. got off track because of that. I don't remember, but I do miss we consoles. Were, yeah, we were still discussing shrooms. Uh, and, uh, That's right. The, your, your fear of... Did we agree it was letting go? It must be surrendering. Yeah, surrendering. I think I think my not necessarily my secret but my tactic to just accepting the come up and the trip is it will be stronger than I am. I think that's my my tactic. Just like yeah. let it take me. There's no point in fighting it because it will win. Right. It, I mean, that's the problem. I know that too. Like I Yeah. It's it's like I'm in this weird state where I literally know everything I need to do. But mm -hmm. I just, I just, I'm not doing it. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a sense of, uh, maybe you feel so prepared. It has to go right. You feel pressure to make it work perfectly. That could be it. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just like the, I think it's like the on edgeness of something is going to happen. Is what yeah. feels like it for me. It's like, I'm expecting it to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm constantly prepared. That oh. might be it. I don't know. It's an interesting, uh, interesting compound, huh? It is. I'm trying to think of, like, other theories that would make sense. But it's yeah. just, that's, that's, those are the only ones I can think of. Right. It's hard. Those are the introspective kind of questions that can really only be answered by meditation or large amounts of psychedelics <laughs> do you do, do you think meditation like works i want to try it one of these days some people say it does there's like shaolin monks or whatever that claim that they can experience like um dmt level hallucinations and spiritual experiences just by controlling their brain by through meditation wow yeah and that and then that a lot of these uh monks that go out there experience that kind of like euphoric like ego death, like world shattering, game changing experience that enlightens them to the beauty of our universe through meditation. So like that's I, the whole. I do feel like an ego death would be required to uh, fully commit to the monk life. Well, yeah, absolutely. You'd have to like realize all the stupid shit we care about in this world, how simple it really is, how meaningless it truly is. Yep. And, and then and only then, I guess you'd have like your enlightenment i suppose the word would be that's like kind of the word i want to associate with the word ego death because a lot of people but it could but ego deaths can be good and they can be bad yeah right an ego death is not always good an ego death is just the shattering of your ego that's all it really is yeah what, what you can either build something better right or right. completely fall apart right exactly you can either leave <clears> it shattered on the floor or you rebuild and that's yeah that's the Hmm. that's the difficult part i feel like that rebuilding process is like because because you're realizing that shit's not that important you're realizing that you're just this fucking speck in the universe yeah and i guess i guess that that rebuild process is you choosing what you want to care about yeah yeah hmm it's it's kind of cool i mean that's like i remember you read i don't know if you read that that theory i think it was in that article i sent you and that the relation of of um 
fungus like shrooms to to an ego death experience where an ego death is the breaking down of a material i.e oh yeah like how mushrooms are decomposers right mushrooms break down things and then that compound that soil or whatever is birthed into something new and full of life and so that's like the whole one of the whole theories behind um mushrooms and their efficacy as um medicine what a fancy word efficacy. efficacy yeah i like that word yeah as medicine like you were talking about how it cures like or it has there's been studies that it cures depression and small amounts like daily small amounts or whatever yeah yeah my microdosing shrooms uh really helps with depression apparently and it, it's it's they found it way better than than standard antidepressants because antidepressants funny enough uh have a high suicide rate like Oops. on average uh yeah. and <clears throat> they they found that shrooms were just easier for people to take other than antidepressants and uh they would just like pe- people wouldn't want to commit suicide it would help their uh it helps with social anxiety too because of the fluid of uh conversation and yeah. stuff like that it just I mean, it was a it was a cool study to read up on. I wish I like remembered more of it, but I read it last night in like thirty minutes, <laughs> and now I can't remember. I like I know shit. Am able to acquire those the microdosing capsules. Yeah, I was telling you about them the other night. They call them sensu beans <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z. It's okay, like, so you brought up sensu beans, but I never remembered what they were. They're like these beans that the I don't remember 100. percent It's been so long since I've watched Dragon Ball, but they're like they're like these fancy beans that the Saiyans can eat that give them full energy and like heal them and like and and Goku uses them to like fucking you know recover recoup. Okay. Let me. I'll read you the definition of them. So 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 sensu bean in our world is a microdosing of shrooms. I don't know. I think it's just a what the um. <clears throat> what the guy who makes them calls them yeah uh, sensu beans are mystical beans with immense rejuvenation properties in the dragon ball franchise hmm. when eaten yeah, but- a person's physical condition is nearly instantly restored to its natural peak this property makes them immensely useful to carry in battle wow wow so like this pro and cons list of microdosing i'm looking at yeah you may experience increased feelings of well-being, pro. You may experience increased workflow and productivity, pro. You may experience cre- uh, increased creativity, pro. Uh, microdosing may help people over... May help. It's because they did those studies like way back in the 60s and the 50s before whatever that act was in the 70s. Um, overcome anxiety and depression and then like the only con i can see is it's illegal in the united states <laughs> yeah that probably is the only con dog dog oh Carob. let's see oh. watch him let's oh. watch him climb into my pile of clothes i put a bunch of clothes on top that are like really difficult to get through because i'm in the middle of cleaning my room there's no way he finds a way in there there's oh, he's, no way he he really wants to he's pissed Oh no, he's going for it. Are you going for it, buddy? Are you going up? Okay. He's digging now. All right. <laughs> he's gonna all ruin right, my shit. Right. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Um 
yeah, I just find it really cool and um, kind of like obvious that we're discovering that these natural drugs that, you know, have been put on the planet that we have receptors for in our brain that are like literally only used for those natural yeah. drugs are turning out to be better and more beneficial and easier on the body and less addictive <laughs> than all the pharmaceutical drugs that have been coming out. How weird. So, well, the problem um, is the far the pharmaceutical drugs that have been made and that are being made <clears throat> guarantee a very specific income for certain parties. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course that's their biggest worry. You go into business to make money, not to help people. That's yep. a fucking lie. Like, anybody tells you that they're it's for them to make money like like um i think it's uh uh china um they have government health care right yeah but, i think so but <clears throat> they don't like vaping because the government owns the tobacco fields yeah so yeah. they literally have to pay for their citizens dying they know that the cigarettes are killing them but because the, that's like their main source of income. Yeah, it makes them so much fucking money. They, they literally they can't, just can't stop. Yeah, they can't give it up. They can't spend all that money to reform their entire nicotine industry around vaping. Well, technically, how how, how would we word it? Our our government doesn't own the tobacco fields. The tobacco fields own our government. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. Love that. Love that. Big pharma, big tobacco own our government. Big Woo! Mac. Woo! great stuff great stuff yeah what a world what a wonderful world it's crazy to me like learning all this shit about like vaping getting into the industry now like about the whole thing about like government uh healthcare countries having vape shops in their hospitals and stuff and then over here they're literally banning it with every bill that comes out like our newest loophole oh man he's really going to town yeah i know there. i'm watching them they're like <laughs> they're they're slowly they're slowly attacking it <laughs> and that's 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 what I feel like they're doing okay, with <laughs> almost every right we have is yep. they're slowly attacking them each each fucking each fucking human basic human right every fucking amendment to the constitution they're just like slowly attacking each one. Oh well, yeah, Biden literally said no amendment is absolute, which is like which is literally the most tyrannical. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure back then, if any sort of politician or the president of the United States back then had said something along those lines, he would have been hung within the week. Like, yep. Yep. he would have been taken out of office. Like, hey, I know we just fought a 200-year war against a tyrannical government, but I'm feeling a little tyrannical, guys. <laughs> like, he would be hung immediately. There's no mm -hmm. way. Biden would have already been killed back in those yeah. days if he was a president in those times. Like... We were not putting. We don't back then. We didn't put up with shit like that. We no, we, had, we didn't. We had just formed our and our first own sovereign free nation, and, and and we just signed in our Declaration of Independence. We're like we're fucking woo. We're ready to go. <laughs> we're zooted, right? And then some dude comes up and says, "No amendment is absolute. I need you to give up all your guns. <laughs> I need you to put this." Uh, random drug in your arm mandating yep. you to do that like nah bro that's not at all mm -hmm. how that would work and like this whole this whole argument on gun control is crazy to me i'm like i watch i saw an ad on youtube of some lady like uh governor kemp's new gun law allows criminals to carry guns more easily in the street 
that just doesn't make sense. That's dangerous to our kids and our, or like some stupid shit like that. Yeah. And she was obviously addressing the constitutional carry bill um, that was just recently passed for Georgia, allowing mm-hmm. uh, eligible citizens, right? Yeah. Non-felony in, citizens. in Within legal parameters. Right. In the United States, gov- within legal federal parameters of our United States government, if you are allowed to operate a firearm under those parameters you can carry it in georgia without a license obviously it's yeah. still down to like the business if a business doesn't want you to have a firearm in there they can tell you to fuck off but anywhere out in general public or in your car or whatever your work your business blah 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 you can carry a loaded handgun if you're legally allowed to do so mm-hmm. what the fuck does that have to do with the people who acquire guns illegally i have no idea how that helps them carry guns like i could i could it's 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 just another excuse yeah it really is it's just another bullshit excuse to try and get votes to try and scare people against the conservative belief that all americans should be able to defend themselves uh and 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 have the right to do so and the right to bear arms and yeah. then, unfortunately, the other side doesn't believe in those rights. and they, they, they don't believe in those rights, but they believe in personal defense. Like, have you seen those TikToks where, like, some chick will be like, this is, this is my pepper spray collection. Have you seen those? Yeah, it's like, it's like you carry pepper spray, your homie carries a taser, I carry a nine. You guys want to stop the problem? I want to completely negate it from existence. And, and it's funny because, like, they, they say... Your stuff isn't as valuable as as a life, you know. Your your things aren't as valuable as a that's, life. Or that's so. Why would you take untrue. a life? That's like, what, so fucking untrue. Right, right. And it, I find it so funny that all these leftists are like, "Why would you take a life? Why would you take a life?" And yet they're screaming yeah, about the all, overturning of Roe v. Wade because they want to murder the fucking, their babies. Yep. Yeah. Oh my all the God. all the fat chicks that don't get fucked in the first place are going on strike, yeah. sex strike. Yeah. It's like, dude, we listen, like. I get it thank if you, you want to believe what you yeah thanks thanks <laughs> thank you for you're, removing yourself from the herd <laughs> you're you're narrowing the polls thank right. you uh, yeah exactly I mean like I get it believe what you want to believe in but it gets to a point to where what you believe in is so incorrect I can't but help to tell you you're wrong it's yeah. it's it's it, it feels unfair to me that I have to correct stupid people yeah. And 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 when you do, it's the worst thing on the planet. You're 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 fucking shamed. You're shunned. Yeah. For speaking your mind. Uh, like that fucking who's who's that chick at Disney? What did, what did she fucking say? The chick from the Mandalorian? Uh I don't remember. I didn't watch it. The newest uh what is it? Season three is out now? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's not it, it was she it didn't in the say show it, or are you saying an no, actor? No, yeah. She she didn't say it in the show. It's like real life. She said some conservative shit and Disney was like, You're out <laughs> Damn dude. Yeah, that's yeah. retarded. The whole censorship culture too is just getting out of control. Yep. Like the fact that we're legitimately starting to censor things because they might offend people is crazy to me. How much yeah. emphasis our country's putting on the fact that people might be offended crazy literally never was an issue the fucking how 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 long has america been how old is america to uh 300 some 200 some yeah i thought it was 200 some how old is um uh well i guess the united states not america what's that 70 1776 to 2021 
America is 245 years old. 1776. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Two hundred. And then and then I I, lo I love seeing like uh, Happy Birthday United States, and then like the the fact of like the 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 average nation lasts this long. <laughs> And we're like that close. Yeah, we are. We're literally that close. <laughs> like we're, we're following the fall of Rome and like other communistic societies right now, where like one of the very first things that happens amongst the country or amongst the people was um, a confusion, right? Misidentification yeah. of gender, right? Women start dressing as men. Men start dressing as women. Then you have plague. So we had the trans movement and then we had the COVID movement. Then you're talking about uh, inflation, right? The loss yep. of the value of the currency of the society. Mm -hmm. Then you're talking food shortages. Then, I mean, we're literally following it to a T and that's like the fucking scary part. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, hear like the math and the, their plan to lower inflation? Yeah, they're basically just gonna lower the the everybody's wages and to like basically nothing until the prices of stuff naturally lowers or whatever. Yeah, not not necessarily though, because they can't like the government can't control wages. That's that's not their goal. They're gonna increase well, interest rates. Technically, they can. Technically, they can. They can the based off minimum. Yeah, yeah, based off what they're doing, but their their goal is to raise interest rates. So it's harder for people to be more entrepreneurial and, and businesses that are already established, it'll increase costs for them overall. Right. So then those people and those businesses will cut the pay of their employees so they can keep their corporate greed. And then at that point, demand for everything will drop because we're not buying shit because we're not making as much money. And then their goal is prices <coughs> will drop to match our income. Yeah, or all Which, small businesses yeah. will shut down and big corporations will take over the entire country. Which is usually like what I think their plan is almost every time they fucking do something. So cool beans. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a hidden agenda to me. They're 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 yeah. gonna basically starve out small businesses because they can't afford to pay their employees, jobs will be lost. Yeah, the economy will shit. But of course the only companies that'll still be around are the huge ones. Amazon, Walmart. Like yep. the big fucking tycoons of 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 commerce in our society, they're mm -hmm. absolutely gonna still be around, and they're gonna capitalize on the lack of <clears throat> services available after our economic demise. <laughs> economic demise. I like that. I yeah, like that. I mean, because let's be honest, mm -hmm. those companies are the ones that survive. You know, what's the what's yes. the only two car companies that have never isn't it like ford and tesla the only two car companies that have never gone bankrupt i feel like g general motors hasn't gone bankrupt let's see only that car. is a cool fact though i honestly don't know you're let's probably see. right let's see yeah tesla and ford are the only american car companies that haven't gone bankrupt okay that's cool okay but think about that. Every single car company in the world has gone bankrupt and there's still, well, almost, and there's still a shitload of them around. Yeah. Like Toyota has been around, GMC, Dodge, Ford, Ram, Jeep, like all those. When companies. you, when, when you're such a, when you, when you're so large and you, the company itself 
has so much income. They pay yeah. so much taxes. And when that source of income for the government is in threats, I want to say, or in danger, they'll just bail them out. They'll just fucking bail them out. I, I did want to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've read into it more than I have, but I've seen posts and shit like that about how the Federal Reserve is literally illegal. Have you read anything about that? I have not. No. Can you explain it? <sighs> not really, because I just remember it, it was there was a segment of time, like a week straight, where everything on Featured I saw was about the Federal Reserve and how it was illegal, and I just can't fucking remember a single thing. Why do some people claim the Federal Reserve is unconstitutional? Let's see. Yes, that's it. The U.S. Constitution does not mention the need for a centralized bank, nor does it explicit, explicitly grant the government the power to create one. Those who adhere to a strict interpretation of the Constitution believe the government does not have any authority, not specifically listed as one of the enumerated powers of Congress. Oh, it does not have any authority, not specifically listed. Okay. Critics also argue the Federal Reserve Bank violates the Constitution by being too closely tied to the private sector, and it lacks transparency and accountability. I mean, I get it. So it's 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 a pretty much it's it's an unchecked part of the government, an unchecked and balanced part of the government. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, realistically, we do need an entire reform of our country, our government, our, our, our government system, and 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 you know, do we need term limits on you know, like there's a billion fucking things that we could do, and unfortunately, it's yeah. it's so much that needs to be done that we really do need someone like Gandhi or John F. Kennedy or or we need another. I'll fucking take MLK back, bro. I like. <laughs> Yeah, we we need we Some need yeah, Martin Luther King. We need we need somebody to 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 stand up and pull together people again and and we need some sort of movement, you know. I I feel like I feel like back then it was an easier thing to do because there wasn't there wasn't like a huge sense of communication or like, a secret Gandhi couldn't text his homie across the fucking country saying, I'm starting a movement, or post it on social media saying, I'm starting a movement. Yeah. I feel like I see movements all the fucking time. I feel like I see smart people that know that this shit's going, like, not okay on social media all the time. Like, there's, there's a mass amount of people that believe in the same thing, and we all already know each other, but nobody's doing anything about it. Well, I think because, because not like one out. person claimed it. One person didn't claim it and and actually do something about it. Yeah, we need like we need like Alex Jones or something to form some sort of movement. Yeah, like I'd exactly. be there. I'd be there if if Alex Jones told me to on this date to be show at, up on at the Washington, Capitol. yeah, yep. the Capitol. Like I'd be there. I'd do another. Yeah. I would do another like a uh, tourist visit, like January sixth was. I'd like to go in and take some pictures of the Capitol. Yeah. I, I if Not Alex Jones insurgent or whatever yeah, whatever yeah. they fucking they're trying literally, to call literally, it literally cops just like escorting teenagers around the Capitol nothing crazy like did you see the did you see the the video of um the doors the maglock doors being opened and that like it's almost guaranteed that somebody on the inside who had access and the like the to the controls of those doors 
Like you can see the dude walk yeah, up. Yeah, he like he like points at the camera and then, and then points, points at, at the, the door. door, right? And then yeah. they're claiming that he is a uh, an undercover FBI or no, he's a retired FBI informant or some shit like that, right? Uh-huh. And um there's also a video of him whispering in a dude's ear right before he pushes right before he takes down the barricade. Yep. Right? And it literally could have been like you know, I'm so and so, push down the barricade, I'll make you a millionaire. Like it mm-hmm. could have been literally that's it, right? And yeah. he, the guy knew the guy's name and was like, "Yep." And he just pushes it over, starts the whole thing cuz that's like the agenda they want. They want it to look like it was a an insurgent takeover, you know, a, yeah. a, a, an assault on our nation's capital. But it literally wasn't. It was just people executing their right to stand <clears throat> on the land that they pay for, basically. <laughs> that yeah. I got but a they short message for Democrats. Put forty percent of their income into, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my short message for Democrats about January sixth is, uh, if you truly believe uh, it was an insurgency to take over the Capitol, I promise you, as conservatives, we would have fucking done it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna get let, scared. I'll get let scared. You, I'll let you be in your own belief on that, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't break the law or go against my constitution. There are. There is a proper way to do this. Not you know, violence isn't the answer to everything. I think if it we, isn't the answer to everything. It's not. It's the end all, be all. Is what it is. Violence is the final form uh, of disagreement. Right when you yeah. when when you and a dude are arguing in the street, right? Jordan B. Peterson did a whole fucking talk about this, the hierarchy of interaction between a man, mm-hmm. right? And and how, I think it was about how how the, the differences between a man and woman, how when, when a man is interacting with a man, there's a set line of rules for a disagreement. But whereas a man versus a woman, the woman has all the power in, in a disagreement. Yeah. The man is completely powerless in a disagreement. So that was like the whole thing because there is no there is no end all be all. Whereas in with a man, there's that physical discourse, right? Like there's yep. there's anger, there's disagreement, there's the shove, and then there's the fighting. Yep. There's with the with the woman, there's the anger, there's the disagreement, and then maybe she gets to hit you. And yeah, like, yeah that's, maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, and that's like it. That's like all you really get as a man. If you hit that woman, she can wail. Uh, she can wail on you all she wants. You, we look mm-hmm. at the Amber Heard's fucking situation. She can yeah. beat the shit out of you. The moment you swing at her once, and she just gets unhappy, she could just go to court and and fucking sue you for battery or whatever, or some stupid yes. shit like that. And if yes. there's no evidence, they're just gonna believe the woman. 90% mm-hmm. of the time they're going to believe the woman. So the men just have no power in the uh, um uh in the situa- uh, or in the um in the disagreement there and I think that's I don't remember exactly what I was trying to link that to. I kind of went off on a tangent, but You remember what we started talking about? You finished my coffee. I think I'm not awake yet. Well, I uh I was talking about how <sighs> Like, if it were to be an actual insurgency, it would have gotten done. That's what I pretty much said. Right. Versus them just, like, making a fib. Oh, yeah, and then I was saying the violence is the last... Yes, yeah, violence is the last form of of disagreement. War, right? Because it's the Mm -hmm. worst. And and you you look at our society, anytime war has come into place, right? When war is done, war is done. You know, you yeah. get peace for another couple of years before something 
crazy happens. But yeah, that violence after all the diplomatic discussions and trying to talk and make come to an agreement, the last thing that we have available is violence. So we don't you don't ever want to use your your final card, you know, right off the bat. Um, yeah. Obviously do as as best as we can to um save our country because the last thing we want is another war on our own uh land on our own yeah it would it would it would be insanely destructive to everybody's lives like no 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 one would have a normal work week if we were to have a legit civil war right and realistically china would probably attempt to capitalize on our weakness and they would probably fund the people that we don't agree with (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> that's the crazy part is like Ooh. could you imagine there are people who absolutely hate america like who are who who are out there right now who hate america like they yeah, just they wanted to die one. and they're donating shitloads of money to the democratic party right now because they see how much they're fucking up the country like you really yes. think people are like oh yes. my god like we've never given money to the to the united states Let's start giving money to the Democratic Party and the Biden team. Make it look like they've made peace with us, but in reality, we're just funding their demise <laughs> of their society. Yeah, I, I really do. It. I really do believe that. Like I know, I know we talked about um, fucking Leo and uh, Hank. Um, Leo and Hank. Leo oh and yeah, Tom yeah, Hanks yeah. doing the fucking giving all that money to. I'm like, damn, dude, that like Nancy really dis- Pelosi. That really disappointed me. Yeah, that they. It's crazy to me that there are people out there that like they they agree with certain things. I, I think that's usually how most people, hopefully most people vote is they agree on certain things based on their party. And maybe yeah. like some of those things are really, really big for them. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like, sure, maybe you want less millionaires in the world or something and you want more of that money spread around and maybe you want government health care. Sure. Like, that's yeah. like the, your big things. And that's like maybe yeah. what the Dems like or whatever party you're voting for believes in or whatever. But is six dollar a gallon gas prices like really worth that? <laughs> like, yeah. Is unstocked supermarkets really worth that? Is like, like they're, a major they're voting, they're voting for an idea that's not right. even coming to fruition. That's really not even possible. And that's yeah. like that's what the Democratic Party to me is personally, is like they 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 claim that they're gonna uh give this kind of utopian society, right? Create this amazing um mm-hmm. world and society to live in. And they appeal to the the lesser groups, right? Like they appeal yep. to the BLM movement. They appeal to the LGBTQ movement. Like they're they're trying to just suck up as many votes as they can, claiming they're going to get rid of student debt, claiming they're going to fix all these issues with the trans community, claiming blah, 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 blah. You know, like when, when Obama was hired, there were all these black people saying, you know, oh, I ain't got to work anymore. Obama's going to pay my bills. You know, like they, Dude, it, that was such bullshit. Yeah, oh there was God. this huge, you know, all, all this belief <laughs> w- w- uh, about this. And, and that and they they tr- they say they're going to do these things to collect all these votes to get into power, to start to push together their agenda. And then they get into power and they don't do fucking anything like Obama yep. didn't do anything for our country like all mm-hmm. he raised inflation and he instituted like a federal form of like health care yeah it's basically obamacare and from what i've heard obamacare has is utter dog shit and it's like fucking up our economy for you so yep. it, it, it's really um it's really sad that there are people out there who don't see the bigger picture 
and are just completely, you know, we talk about perspective all the time on this show. Yeah. People get very, you know, dialed mm-hmm. in on what they want and they don't see the bigger picture. And I realistically think that that's what uh, makes up the Democratic Party are the people I, I, who are hardcore into the that one yeah. belief that they're trying to push that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. You know, either because it is a impossible or b it they're just completely lying to you. Period, which has been proven that they do yep. constantly and consistently. Literally. Um, oh, it's just gross. It's just gross. Let's not have a yeah. political episode. I mean, I'm pretty sure we just did. Yeah, to be honest, turned into where a are political we? Forty five. I mean, that was thirty solid minutes. Pretty much. Yeah. Let's go for let's go for an hour here. Um, did you have anything else? Let's finish up the discussion on uh, the psychedelics here. Did you have uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about about our our psychedelic? Man, we already had an episode called Psychedelic Politics, dude. This uh, this episode is literally Psychedelic Politics t- politics Part 2. Politics Psychedelic. I'll just name it Psychedelic Politics Part 2. Sure, dude. That's fine. That, that works. That works. Yeah. It's a series. That's what we'll do. We'll trip on whatever, and then we'll just rage. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> the day after we trip, we'll talk about our society. Oh, that's, that's we'll do. awesome. We'll, we'll take shrooms and ponder our, so- our, 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 our world and our society. And then that's we'll what we should take ideas. notes on. Yes, yeah, yes, cool. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, did, I did like, though, how... Um, back back to the the shroom experience. Yeah, you were so so tense and so worried and like you said, uncomfortable. You were you had like a goal in mind. That 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 was something that I I didn't find it funny, but I did think like it also took part in you not getting there. You know what I'm saying? What like having the goal took made me. Or anxious? Is that what you're trying to say? Kind of, but not necessarily. Like, like it was harder for you to give into it because you were so focused on, uh, like, completing that goal, attaining that goal. Uh, maybe. I don't know. You know, it, it was, it was weird. I, I, I don't remember exactly the point at which I remember believing that it was because. I stopped trying to figure out like what was making me uncomfortable, but in actuality, I never really did. I like, yeah. I, I never throughout the entire experience, you know, it was uh, realistically, it was only until like, I really started to feel like I was coming down. Like, did mm-hmm. I, did I, um, start to kind of calm down truly? Um, and like, and like recenter myself and have none of that kind of jitteriness there. Yeah. Um, there, there it, was one point where, like you just, I, I mean, I told you, I was like, you're being too serious about it. <laughs> just, just have fun with it. And you, you, you did. Yeah, I did. I did at one point say like, you know, now that I stopped kind of like trying to think about it. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Like, again, I don't know if I necessarily did. It was just like, it was just something happened where so, like something just switched in, in, in the experience where all of a sudden this feeling of negativity that I had, I don't know how else to describe it other than just a presence of negativity, like a a looming presence of negativity Mm -hmm. just like faded away. It was almost physical too. Like it was almost a physical sense of negativity. You felt the weight lifted. Right. As soon as, and it was almost like the the body high left as well. Like the body high disappeared 
and I felt better too. I remember, I remember that absolutely. Cause I remember when, when, when you asked me about the body high and it was basically gone, I was like, yeah, I mean the body high is basically gone and I don't really like, I don't feel that uneasiness anymore. And so it, it did feel like a physical weight was lifted off of me. And that makes me think if maybe I, I did have some sort of physical reaction to um the mushrooms or something or the ginger yeah. so you know who knows yeah and that did give me something physical that i was feeling and because i was on the shrooms that felt amplified and as if it was part of the experience when in reality i literally could have just been feeling a weirder form of nausea that Maybe. i didn't that i didn't feel was nausea but was or you know or something or you know, maybe it was like this weird feeling I have right now that I sometimes get where it's like my body's just tired, right? Maybe I was yeah. tired, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know. It could have been, could have been a whole bunch of things because feelings and emotions on psychedelics are amplified like tenfold. So yeah. it could have just been a simple negative feeling that I had that was just in the background of the whole experience and I just couldn't take my mind off of it. And it wasn't until like the feeling went away that I could truly relax. Yeah. Who knows? But that's that's why I was trying to analyze it the entire time. I was trying to figure out what was causing it because I didn't. I wanted to pss, fucking laser it away, bro. I wanted to zap that bitch gone so I could next time into the shrooms. No, yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, I I I get I get the idea behind that, but I feel like you spent so much time on it. Because what you got to do, it's hard. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, man. Like you do what you got to do. We can't live. We can't truly live until we've died a little, right? Oh, oh pain yikes. is the pain is the is is fortune teller and 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 uh, what's what is the, this? What is pain is pain is uh damn what's the thing? Uh, pain is uh is history teacher and fortune teller. Pain teaches us who we really are. Really. And, yeah, and you can't. I can't remember what the damn. Let's see. Pain. Pain is, is both history teacher and fortune teller. It's a Deadpool quote. Yeah, it's from the old lady from Deadpool. It's a great quote. Just because it's yeah, from Deadpool yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't read it out. Read it out. Uh. Let's see. Magicalquote.com, by the way. Hell yeah. Yep, the uh, blind owl in Deadpool said, Listen to the pain. It's both history teacher and fortune teller. Pain teaches us who we are. Sometimes it's so bad we feel like we're dying, but we can't really live a little until we've died a little, can we? Which is crazy. Yeah, it's true. Again, that relates back to that ego death style of experience. Some people, mm -hmm. you know, go into people who come out or people who do these 5-MeO DMT trips or these ayahuasca trips, they'll come into this experience with this just great pain and agony. You know, just this overwhelming, pre or maybe even it's some sort of trauma or pain that they've suppressed that's been hurting them for yeah. so long, but they've just had to deal with it for so long that it's become their normal. And then mm -hmm. they go out and do these ayahuasca trips or these five MEO DMT re re retreats, and they just and they just have this profound realization where their entire existence as a whole shatters and it's rebuilt into something you know more efficient you know better better oiled you know just a better working machine yeah in, in general and so um that uh, that quote as what has been trying to also push me to do psychedelics and to 
like not be scared of things as much right another mm-hmm. one is um most good things sit on the other side of fear yeah right so i don't know i'm trying to like live by those two because sure the pain sucks but if uh if one of my if you fear the pain you won't get to the other side right exactly and and one of my other favorite quotes from one of my favorite shows the punisher marvel's the punisher pain mm-hmm. is temporary <laughs> Pain is temporary. Pain and, is temporary. And the, the, the baggage you hold from the pain goes back to that uh, glass of water theory that you were mentioning. I think it was last episode, literally, when you said it. Maybe, Just the, yeah. The, the, the glass weighs a certain amount, but it gets heavier the longer you hold it. Yeah. Pretty much. That's the whole concept. Yeah. The weight of the glass never changes. Yep. Yeah, but if you hold it for an hour, your arm will shake. If you hold it for four hours, you'll tremble. If you hold it for six hours, you'll barely be able to hold it up. You know, it just gets heavier and heavier to you the longer you hold on to it. So yeah, yeah the, the concept, the concept of that, and the way I read that is just like you're you're dedicating so much energy to it when you yeah. could just drop it. It's a glass of water. You just fuck, let it go, drink it for all I care. <laughs> It's interesting. The mind is such an interesting, you know, construct. Something we still don't truly understand. You know? I definitely, I definitely think I'm ready for a higher dose, though. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let me know. I'll get some. I'll see. I'll see what what, what he's got. Because like there are, just like, um, um, marijuana. There are yeah. different strains of mushrooms. Like I really, have... I really do like the tea thing we did, though. I, yeah. I don't, I don't believe I would be able to handle, uh just straight eating them i yeah, really no, like i'm not looking forward to just munching dirt i, I really am not it's not good yeah we it, you, that's probably going to be your preferred method for the rest of your days for sure it's, yeah. it's the nicest yeah. one i've ever had i'm very glad that that was my introduction i i feel like i feel like if if i did do straight dirt shrooms first i would have appreciated the tea like way more yeah but I still really like the fucking like the tea tasted great. That's the yeah. thing. Like it was a phenomenal experience. Yeah, lemon ginger tea kind of slaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. All right, um, let's um, let's start closing it off. But I want to do I want to do something cool here. <gasps> I found a really cool list. Um, a hundred and one great uh conversation starters. I would say these are just some cool questions. Maybe we'll just do a couple of these at the end of each episode. Okay. Um, so let's, um, cause I know some of these, like we, we don't, um, are they, we, are they some topics that you and I don't necessarily touch up on? Yeah. Like we haven't really touched up on, uh, uh on a lot That's of good. these. That's good. So shit, let's I just like start. The, I like up. knowing you better, buddy. I love you. <laughs> right. Well, this one is pretty, let me see. This one is pretty easy. Number one, where did you grow up? That I mean, we grew up simple. together yeah. in the same area. Yeah, don't really like say the area, but yeah, we both grew up in Georgia. So yeah, um, public school the whole time. Never went to a private school. <clears throat> um, I did. I did kindergarten or pre K. I did pre K. Did you you do pre K or were you like a daycare thing or? I I I did. Oh God. They like my parents told me I did pre-K, but the memories I have, like it was definitely just fucking daycare. Like I don't think I legit went to pre-K. Well, I think that's like kind of like what 
Did you learn anything though? That's the thing. No, no. no. Okay, from, yeah. from what I can remember, like all I remember is it like going to a church and watching Veggie Tales on a VHS. Nice. I remember. That's what I remember. My my pre K was uh was pretty lit. Do you remember? You know the um. Oh, excuse me. How do I say this without giving away its location? The road with the um the road your mom lives on. Yep. Okay. You drive it all the way past the road that leads to my place, right? Yes. Right, with the Publix on your right. Keep going yep. all the way down, come around that bend. Mm-hmm. You know you know the uh pre-K right there on the right? Right before the neighborhood I used to live in? No, 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 no. What, are you talking about the, na- the neighborhood that your mom currently lives in? No, the one my dad used to live in. The one like I actually grew up in. Oh. The gated the, one? The SM, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Is it before that or after that? It's before that. I th- okay, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I think. I think. Where they added... Where they added three lanes and the third lane on the right turns into a turning lane the neighborhood before yes here's the name i just sent it to you because i know i know there's two over there there's one before it and the one so that's after it because our neighbors owned that it's 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 like are you sure i thought it was before or maybe you're right maybe the one it's It's, it's it's the one that's like that it is yeah it's it's right before that group of offices and the pizza place on the left side. Yeah, before Alessio's and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's the one. Our neighbors in SM owned that and okay. we were friends with their kids. Okay. I that's, didn't yeah, I didn't go to something like that. That's where I went. And there they did like they did actually like teach us something for like an hour. But the rest of the experience was like outside on the Fucking playground. Around. Yeah. Fucking around. And they had uh they had computers with uh uh spyro installed like the very first spyro 3d spyro yeah dude that was my shit dude dude that was like like playstation one spyro yeah 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 i i used to play that game but i played it at my grandma's house because our granddad had a ps1 it was i think legitimately the first video game i ever played was spyro i I think. think I, I, remember, I may, I, think. I may be in the same boat. I may be in the same boat. Interesting, interesting. I, I vividly remember a shittily rendered big blue dragon. Is that something you remember? Purple, purple, purple. Well, Spyro is purple, but I'm talking about like one of the dragons you interact with in the oh, game. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of yeah, there there are a bunch of dragons. Yeah, yeah. No, I I remember a ton. I remember the first time I jumped off of something and and was gliding. Like I remember that was awesome to me. Yes, I yes. remember like picking up the gems and thinking that was super cool. Yeah, it was like it was one of the craziest like video games ever. And then I think I don't know that probably stemmed my excitement for video games was playing was was doing that. I like I really want to see if I can think a little harder and see if i can remember if i had because i don't think in 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 that in pre-k i had any sort of like game boy or anything like that no i I definitely didn't that was way too young for me i i remember i remember going to margaret our grandparents very young and i remember that he had he had the playstation one in the bunk bedroom that mitchell and i would hang out in and and spend the night in and I would play Spyro on that. I would play uh, 
I can't remember which fighting game they had, but it was it was similar to Street Fighter. Is it like they Bloody had, Roar? Maybe. I, oh, I can't actually, remember. I, Bloody Roar might have been a console. Or, or Tekken. Xbox it could have been Tekken. Could have been Tekken, yeah. Um, and then I'm pretty sure those were the only games I played on that PlayStation 1. And then later on, he got a 360, Ooh. and Mitchell and I would play Halo. Halo 3. Ooh, yeah, classic. And, I mean, like, we, we never did, like, the campaign or anything like that, but we did, like, 1v1 each other. And, you know, Mitchell was, like, what, four years younger than me, so he would get, like, outrageously pissed off and freak out yep. if he wasn't winning. Um, but after that, after that was when I got my ears stapled to my head and I was bedridden for two weeks mm. over Christmas break. And that's when my uncle gave me his GameCube, and that's really when it, like, kicked off. Nice. Yeah, because I was you. playing like Mario Kart, Smash Bros, Animal Crossing. I was playing so much fucking shit on the game. I had a Bionicle game Ooh, at one point. I did yeah. too. I did too. Yeah, I, I think I game think we board. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had um, I had um, I didn't have a uh, GameCube, but my neighbor Mary Catherine had one, and she used yeah. to bring it over all the time. And like hands down, my favorite game on the GameCube is uh, Kirby Air Ride. You remember that I never, game? I never, I never had a Kirby game. I had Fuck. a Kirby game. I had a Kirby game on my Game Boy. So like after, after I had my GameCube for a couple years, they got me the 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 folding Game Boy. It was yeah. silver. Is that the Game Boy Color? It was it like the bulbous one? Like it was kind of fat. It wasn't slim. No, like it was the, it was fairly slim. Was it the SP then? What color was it? It was silver silver it, yeah it but must they have came in a bunch of different colors yeah like a like a light blue and a baby pink and like, like a, a black. deep red a deep yeah. blue a black it was a just silver. like the square foldy one yeah the square yeah, foldy that's one. that's the sp i believe okay talking okay. about the game boy sp game boy advance okay. sp yeah because the game boy was the brick one yeah right? the game boy color was a bigger brick one mm-hmm and then they had the Game Boy Advanced, which was the one with the triggers. And it yeah, was it like, looked like a PSP. Right, kind of like a PSP. Yeah. yeah. And then the Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advance SP came out, and it was like the slimmer, smaller, more compact version with the yeah. nice screen light and the speakers. But what blew my mind when I got my Game Boy was my first game was like OG Pokemon Yellow. Like in the in the extended cartridge, and it was black and white, and it was like nice. the most phenomenal experience I've ever had. Yeah, that on was a, on, on my Game Boy. That was my second Game Boy game. My first Game Boy game was Pokemon Silver because mm. my brother Mike had a Game Boy SP, yeah. and I remember I think I fucking threw it down the stairs at one point. I was Oof. such a little shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had a Game Boy SP, and I think he ended up leaving his Pokemon Silver at my place. And you were like, wow, this is mine now. <laughs> yeah, I just took it. I just took it. He never asked for it back. I don't even think he knew it was gone. Carab, you don't need that. That's classic. I, I, I'm pretty sure when I was younger, I was definitely a kleptomaniac. I stole a little bit. Like I didn't steal. I, a crazy I stole. Amount. I stole a lot of shit when I was younger. I w it wasn't like like anything of like intense monetary value. Like right. I wouldn't go grocery shopping with my mom and just like grab something and put it in my fucking pants. It wasn't anything like that. It was like 
I would go over to a cousin's house. I would go over to a friend's house or someone would come over to my house and like they'd leave something or they wouldn't be watching. And I'd just be like, okay, this is, this is cool. So it's mine now. Damn. You'd steal from like friends and family. That's I stole, brutal. I stole Game Boy games from my cousins. I stole, I stole, I, oh, I stole a fuck ton of Legos, but I would steal them like piece by piece. Like I would steal a oh, Lego I need one head. Of those. Yeah, I need one of those pieces. <laughs> I, I'd steal a Lego head. I'd steal like an L bracket. I would steal stupid shit yeah. that I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I haven't seen this before. Shove it in my pocket. Wow. Yeah. Like, I would just add to my shitty collection of mismatched pieces that wouldn't be able to build anything specific. <laughs> I was never I was never that bad. Like the worst thing I stole was Pokemon Diamond from a special needs kid. In my after school class in elementary school. Who's that? Who's that? That, that reminds me of uh, who's that Asian guy on the, that podcast sometimes. He, he probably has his own podcast. But the, the, the clip that that's reminding me of is like, I was sexually assaulted by a guy with Down syndrome at one point. And the other two guys just immediately start laughing. Oh, uh, and he, Bobby Lee. And he's like, yeah, Bobby Lee. He's like, no, this is serious. I'm, I'm going to give you a second to get it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then he and then he he goes back and goes, I'm gonna say it again. When I was young, I was brutally raped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he adds brutally yeah, and they yeah. just skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Bobby Lee and Theo Vaughn, hands yeah. down, is my favorite uh, like comedic combination. That those two going are they, back are they and forth. on shit together? Like Yeah, going, yeah. Okay. Like I think Bobby yeah, Bobby Lee has his own podcast that he does with his wife. I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh dude, Bobby Lee's crazy. Like like not not like he's actually insane, but like he's done crazy shit. Like he's yeah. got like one of the craziest lives ever. Like he he will openly talk about like how he fillets dudes. <laughs> like like or whatever he does, you know, like crazy yeah. shit like, "Oh yeah, I filleted a dude for." Same thing with like Theo. Theo's like the words that just come out of Theo's mouth are just crazy to me. Like he's, <laughs> he's like what was that? I, I remember that one clip where he's like, I beat people in my hometown think I beat down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, or no. Yeah. No, he goes, uh, they're talking about down syndrome and he goes, I beat it. And everyone's like, what? He's like, yeah, there's a, there's a, a rumor around my hometown that I beat down syndrome. And he's like, which is inspiring. Cause I didn't even know I had it. <laughs> I'm like damn Theo. He's like, hey, I don't even think he tries either. I think like no, because yeah. a, a lot of times he'll say something, like he'll say something fucking hilarious, and he'll just like he'll just be like, damn, that I didn't mean for that to be funny, right? And sometimes you'll see him just like look over it, like the 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 producers or whatever of the podcast he's on, like like trying to figure out like why people are laughing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did I, I cue something? Did right. I, did I say something funny? And it's like, I don't think he even really tries. I think that's just like who he is. So, which is like the peak, the peak of a comedian. Right. It's like when you, when you do whatever you say is funny. Yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Star Starvos, Starvos, Jar Jara Starvos, the, the, one of the hosts of the come town podcast. I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with the come town podcast. What's his name? He's uh he's like that heavier set dude with a mullet and he's usually got a mustache. The comedian. He's been featured on iPhone a ton of times. What what's his name? Uh Starvo Star Starvos Halkais. 
S-T-A-V-R-O-S-H-A-L-K-I-A-S. I've never seen this guy before. A hundred percent you've seen him. He's been featured a lot on iFunny. He's actually, like, pretty damn hilarious. He's got a really good laugh. You should, uh, I'll see if I can find some, uh, some good clips. He pops yeah. up in my shorts on YouTube all the time. No, for real, like, I've not seen this guy. Weird, that's funny. He's been featured a lot. Well, you you gotta you gotta you gotta realize that like both of us are not really good at keeping up with features. Yeah, so, mine's almost always at nine hundred plus. Yeah, there's there's thousands that I literally have not seen. Which is which is one of my favorite things about iFunny. Is that like you and I can straight up like look at the feature the same day, and once we get through like the solid sixty that they release in that day, then it just like yeah, shuffles we can see back completely different shit. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let, let's do this one more question because I got to start getting ready to go to work. I okay, got to take a shower, okay. take my dogs out again. I gotcha. Um, oh, yeah, apparently my family's coming home today, which I didn't know. So. Oh, sick. But, yeah, I texted them last... I texted my sister last night because I was like... I, I was... Uh, my Olivia texted me and asked... You, like, you didn't want to make it so obvious by asking them. Well, no, she goes, she goes, are you, she's like, are you working at NJC tomorrow? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm up in DV. And she goes, um, um, or she doesn't respond. And then I think about it because the, the list where the dog sitter was scheduled on, on Saturday, it's, it said that I would take care of the dogs. Yeah. I'm like, well, shit, I work till eight. So either the sitter's not coming or they're coming home today. So I text him and I say, um, are you guys coming home tomorrow? I saw that mom didn't schedule the sitter. Yeah. And she goes like at 1145. She's like, yes, we are. I'm like, and you remember nice. the state of the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you left. So I was so like, so did you uh, clean a little bit more last I did, night? I did. Yeah. I went to bed at like probably one thirty. Oh my God. You're going to have a long day, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'll have another cup of coffee when I get to work. And I'm honestly just going to slap this into the editing software, attach the intro and outro, sync up the audio, and yeah, send it. And then I'm probably just going to lay in the chair all day and just watch movies. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, last one. Yes. Um, do you have any pets? I guess you can also talk about, I, we can also extend it to like, what pets did you have? Uh, uh, our our first cat when my parents were still married was a kitty, and uh, she died locked in my bathroom oh. when the house was struck by lightning, and the whole house burned to the ground. Um, after that, uh, my parents got divorced, and my mom wanted another cat, so we got Rosie, and then after that. My dad got remarried, and they got a dog named Wrigley, and Wrigley was awesome. Wrigley was fantastic, and uh, and then after that, my mom just started collecting fucking cats like a crazy person. <laughs> like a cat lady. Yeah, so my mom has, I can't remember the exact number. I can if I name them off, but I'm not going to do that. Like close to 10, close to 10 cats, and then I had Gobble myself uh, when I planned on moving out. And then that got delayed, and then I actually brought him with me, and then he died. <laughs> yeah, I remember when he got sick. Yeah, he got he got he got uber sick, and I was yeah. like, "Bro, what's your problem?" <laughs> he just kept laying there, and I was like, "All right, we'll go to the ER. Fine." Yeah, 
I had um my first animal was a fish. My first nice. pet was a fish. Nice. Oh, yeah. I had hermit crabs. I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. My mom fucking hated them. <laughs> yeah, Olivia and I, as our first pet, we got them together. Olivia, my sister, and I, as our first pet. Um, we went to, I think it was either Walmart or PetSmart. I can't remember. Probably PetSmart. Yeah. And uh, we got some fish. And I got like a, I can't remember, some purple fish with like big mm-hmm. large fins and fat eyes because I thought it was funny looking. Yeah. And, and I think Olivia got a, just a regular old goldfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had them for, it felt like a couple of months. It couldn't have been longer than that before my fish's uh, right eye just started to grow larger and larger and larger and larger. Um, and, and we tried like water treatment and stuff like that and feeding him a different food and stuff until one day I woke up and went to go look at my fish and his eye had exploded and he was just like dead. Oh my God. I was like, Oh man. Yeah. So they, they, they took my fish and I guess flushed him down the toilet and then, um, um, man, I can't remember because, uh, they, they thought it was unfair, I guess, that my fish died and Olivia's fish was still alive. So they, they killed to- Olivia's fish too. They told <laughs> Olivia that they took her fish to like one of the neighbors who had a pond or something and let it go in the pond. Wow. But they probably just flushed him down the toilet. I don't, I don't, yeah. I feel like they told me that, but yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we got, we got Carob. There he is over there in the corner. You can just see the top of him there. He's like mm-hmm. 16 years old now, something like ancient. that. Yeah, he's ancient. He's got sores all over his body and like or or like liver spots or whatever, like old spots, age spots. I don't know what to call him, but yeah, his yeah his fur is getting all thin and shit like that. But he's a good boy. And then um, yeah, about a year and a half after that. Oh, she's not even in here. Uh, we got Miley. We rescued her. Yeah, we we got Carob. I think he was from a shelter, but we might have just bought him straight up because we got him as a puppy, like a really like like a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, mildly we rescued because one of our one of our childhood like uh, friends, like our childhood family friends, um, who babysat me all the time, um, she came across uh, a litter of dogs and and had one that was abused, mm-hmm. um, which which uh, was Miley. And like we originally weren't really gonna get her because she was like kind of ratty and skittish and like she was she wouldn't even come up the stairs like loud noises she would freak out and hide under stuff like she still kind of yeah. has stuff like that <clears throat> yeah but um yeah, we weren't really gonna get her but we figured like Carob would need somebody to like play with or something throughout the day or you know blah 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 so we went ahead and, and got her and it took her years to like become okay like with yeah. living in the house um before she would even like walk up the stairs while anybody was even remotely near them Mm -hmm. uh because we assumed she had been kicked down the stairs uh something like that she even had a fear of heights too yeah like when we would when we would go to let's say like a hotel resort and we would stay on like the 10th floor yeah and there'd be like the railing with the drop she would hug the wall yeah. Like she would literally rub the side of her body against the wall trying to stay away from the railing cuz I don't know maybe she fell or yeah like she got kicked downstairs or some shit like that I don't know. So Yikes. she had been really really poorly like poorly treated yeah but now she's like the perfect dog. She's a cuddle machine. 
you know, other than the fact that she's like, doesn't give a fuck now. And every time I take her out, she like wanders through the neighborhood if I don't watch her. <laughs> yeah. But she's becoming, Carob's completely deaf and blind. And then Miley, I can see the, the cloudiness forming in her yeah. eyes. So I think she started to get blind and, um, I think her hearing's going too because like she'll, I'll call her and she'll just like start running around the, the the house trying to find me she can't like she can't locate sound yeah. where it's coming from yeah. so yeah but that's it that was all my pets i nice. love dogs man dogs are yeah. too pure for this world i agree i agree they're very nice i i would always i would definitely want to get another dog but not until like later yeah if we like if we if we ended up moving in together we, uh, we would totally get a house animal Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I would assume like maybe one of us would just take primary ownership, like whoever wanted it. But like it would you be, could like, get a dog and I could get a cat. Right, yeah, or something like that. And it would be like the house responsibility. Like everybody yeah. would, would take care of all Pitch the animals. Yeah. 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 I gotcha. That's what I would do. Because, yeah, I love animals. They just add a different vibe to a to a house. They add mm-hmm. like a certain element that nothing else really brings. Just a sense of comfort. Another right. sense of home. In right. the home. Right right yeah yeah i got you all, all right. right let's yeah let's close this off it's an hour and 20 minutes thank you for listening episode 39 we appreciate you guys we love you definitely um if you're watching us on the tubes check us out on spotify or uh itunes if you want to go on the go if you're watching us if you're listening to us on the go check us out on youtube uh you can see a video podcast if you want more of a visual type experience going on um you can also find everything on our website anxietypool.com thank you very much very beautiful very beautiful goodbye guys goodbye. thank you for tuning in we love you S- sleep well get some rest you deserve it yep okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's getting to that point to where i'm just gonna stop recording yeah